Hey everybody, this is Nick. And as you can tell, we're kind of sitting outside and camping. Why are we doing that? We're doing that in honor of the fact that someone's not here with us this week. And his name is Pat. Where is he? I don't know. I think he's in the Grand Canyon. Well, I'm gonna try and get this thing started. I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna try. Is this, oh, oh no, that's that's not good. Um, well, we'll see. Let me just let me let me hit this other thing. I don't know if that's gonna work or not. Let's. You're listening to In Between Sundays, where we give you the essentials to live in the world outside of church. From your first job after college to becoming the CEO, this is a podcast for the other six days of the week. Welcome to another recording of In Between Sundays. My name is Nick, and Pat is on special assignment out in the Grand Canyon this week. He's going to be back to talk about that next week. So I'm going to go ahead and get started to talk to you about this podcast. This is a podcast for young adults where we want to help you grow spiritually and mentally and physically. So we're going to talk about guardian angels this week. We have some really cool news. Uh, I have a hilarious YouTube video that I'd love to share with you and much, much more on this episode and I'm going it all alone so we're gonna see how that works I I don't think I've ever talked by myself for 30 minutes straight so I'm just gonna keep trying it out I yeah so I'm not used to doing a show by myself anyway uh, so yeah so uh, if Pat was here I'd start bantering with him about you know something useless and and unimportant you know because that's typically what he does and uh, But I don't know what to say to him, so I'll go ahead and move on. Now, one of the things we always do is we start our show off with um, what we call the three J's. And the three J's is your junk, your joy, and your Jesus moment. And that's a great way to just kind of recollect, think back on your week, how it's been going, and just really kind of assess the way uh, your life's been going the last week. So I'm going to go ahead and give my three. Uh, Pat, I don't know what Pat's are. He's, he's, he's probably... I know his junk is probably like falling down a cliff or something like that. If they're, I don't know if they're rock climbing. Go, guess we'll find out. But uh, my junk this week happens to be the fact that I haven't gotten enough sleep. I've been up way, way too late, and um, just need to get back into the habit of actually getting to bed on time. So that's my my junk. My joy has to be the ridiculously cool thunderstorms we have going through Kansas City right now. Wonder like every kind of watch imaginable: tornado, flood severe thunderstorm um stuff flying through your window watch i don't know there's all sorts of just watches and like there's red all over the tv when you watch these the the tv people the the weathermen and they go crazy here in kansas city it's like it's like it's ratings week and they just go absolutely nuts and it just makes me laugh to watch them just get on the tv and be like it's (laughs) the world's ending (laughs) so it's really kind of fun uh, my Jesus moment this week has to be going to confession. It's been about a week since I've been back to, I call it the sacrament of reconciliation. And I was able to get there this morning and that really helped me feel better about my week and about just everything that's going on. So, uh, it's been a bit of a stressful couple of days just, you know, with work and everything. And that's been really nice to be able to get to confession and get, get, uh, get some healing from you know any sins that have been in my life. So those are my three J's. Of course, you can do the exact same thing with yourself as um, I would even suggest you know, at night before you go to bed. It's always great to, to do that. So that's, uh, that's it for me. And uh, we'll hear Pat's three J's as he comes in next week. I fall on the night 
She falls in a well, eyes go cross. She gets kicked by a mule, they go back to normal. At the end of this day, one shall stand, one shall fall. You better say your prayers, you flea-bitten varmint! Okay, this week in the Help I'm Fallen section, I did some research. Uh, we, we had somebody on Facebook uh, ask about uh, guardian angels, and if I can remember who exactly asked about it, um, I think it was my friend Lauren, who I was able to I caught up with this past week at, at Mass, actually. It was really nice. And she wanted to know about uh, guardian angels. And I thought, what a great topic to talk about, you know, because... We, we don't really talk about angels too much and we're not really, you know, some people aren't really sure. And I wasn't as sh- very sure about, you know, how, uh, how angels work in the world and, and all that stuff. I'm sorry, excuse me. It was Anne Marie Gibson. She, she left a message on our, on our Facebook. So she wanted to know a little bit about guardian angels and, um, and, and how that type of stuff works. So I did some research and believe it or not, there's a whole bunch of stuff that is out there. There's a, a a Catholic Encyclopedia article. SQPN has something, and I'll have both of those links in the show notes. But what I found was uh, Pope John Paul II did a really cool uh, Wednesday audience. And, and if you're not familiar with a Wednesday audience, what it is is every Wednesday, the Pope has what's called the Angelus, which is some prayers that he says with the people who are in the St. Peter's Square. They all come and he kind of drives through and waves at them. And and it's it's really kind of nice. If you ever get a chance, you can always watch them on YouTube because the Pope has a YouTube channel. So, But one of the things that John Paul did was he took the time to do some catechesis and some teaching with the people who had come to see him for his Wednesday audiences. Well, he did a, a, a teaching, a catechesis, Back in like, I think it was 1985. Let me see here when it was. Um, ooh, I'm, I'm, miss, I'm, I'm not seeing it. Uh, but but he, he did this. Um, the general audience of August 6th of 1986, where he talks about how angels participate in the history of salvation. And it was really cool. So I wanted to talk a little bit about, first of all, what the heck are guardian angels? in case you're not familiar with it. And then, you know, what does the church say about guardian angels? And it's, it's some pretty cool stuff. So first of all, you know, guardian angels are what we believe to be angels who have um, been basically assigned to each one of us. So I'm looking at the SQP site here, and it says the term guardian angels refers to the belief that each person has an angel who is available to shepherd their soul through life and help bring them to God. And I think that's really cool that uh, God finds us so important as a human being that he's willing to assign another being to help us on that journey and help us get to heaven. And it says, a belief in the reality of angels, their mission as messengers of God, a man's interaction with them goes back to the earliest times. And we're, and we're going to get into a little bit about where they're mentioned in the Bible and, um, and the Feast of the Guardian Angels. But what I want to do first is I want to read because uh, John Paul II has this this amazing audience that if you go to the show notes, you'll be able to find it and you'll be able to to read what he said about the angels. So uh, I'm just going to quote from a couple of paragraphs. In the first paragraph, what he does, and this is cool, it shows that the church is always kind of being consistent in their teaching on this because he quotes the fourth Lateran council, which that name doesn't mean too much, but it it was in 1215. So it goes, it goes pretty far back in in our history, almost six or 700 years back. And, and the fourth Lateran council said that God at the beginning of time 
created for nothing both creatures together, the spiritual and the corporeal, meaning our bodies, that is, the angelic and the earthly. And thus he created human natures having both, since it is made up of spirit and body. So it's, this, this is the Lateran Council talking to us about how we have both a body and a spirit. And that's something that maybe we'll get into talking about on a future show about how you can't divorce your spirit, your soul from your body. And there's so much thinking nowadays that in our modern culture, I think that, that tries to divorce that. And that's not where we're, where we are. That's not where we stand as, as both Catholics and I think as Christians, we don't want to divorce that, that spirit outside of our body because, you know, you're, you're saying no to 50% of creation. If you say no to the spirit or the body, either one. So they're both good. They're both interconnected. Now, John Paul II goes on and says, the angels have no body. Even if in particular circumstances, they reveal themselves under visible forms because of their mission for the good of men. So they have no body and therefore they are not subject to the laws of corruptibility, meaning the fact that we get old and we die, which are common to all the material world. And he says, sacred scripture refers to the angels also by using terms that are not only personal, like the proper names of Raphael, Gabriel, and Michael, but also collective, like the titles Seraphim, Cherubim, Thrones, Powers, Dominions, and Principalities, just as it distinguishes between angels and archangels. So it's cool because there's, there's, there's all sorts of types of angels. And we know of, we know of three of the main ones, Gabriel, Michael, and Raphael, uh, who are archangels, but there's all sorts of other angels that are out there that are, 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 they basically say they have ranks and the different ranks determine kind of, I guess, their responsibility in heaven. We don't know too much about it. It's kind of a mystery, but we know that they are, are pretty much exist and, and they're, they're out there to help us on our journey to heaven. So then what I, what I really like about what John Paul II says in this audience is he talks about the three main archangels, which is the, the three angels that we have the most information about from the Bible. So we first is Michael the archangel. And if you've never heard of him, take a look at uh, Daniel chapter 10, verses 13 through 20, or Revelation chapter 12, verse 7, or, or uh, Jude, uh, book of Jude chapter 9. Now, John Paul II says his name is... Michael the Archangel is a synthesis that expresses the essential attitude of the good spirits. Michael, in fact, means who is like God, with a question mark. In, his, in this name, therefore, we find expressed the salvific choice, thanks to which angels see the face of the Father who is in heaven. And boy, that's, that's quite a big sentence there. We find expressed the salvific choice thanks to which the angels see the face of father who is in heaven. Now that's one of the things for, and this is, this is kind of beyond what we want to talk about tonight and what I wanted to talk about tonight. And at some point in time in the future, I'll see if I can get somebody on as a speaker, but Michael, the archangel was the angel that was responsible for throwing the devil out of heaven. Because you know, the devil was the what, Satan, which means, which is the angel of light ended up not choosing God. You know, that all the angels had a choice as well. They were able to give, they were given a choice, you know, choose good, choose God or choose evil. And uh, Satan chose evil. And so Michael, the archangel was appointed the task of throwing him out of heaven. So if you want to kind of read a little bit about that, you, you find some of that in revelation. Now, the second angel that he mentions is Gabriel. And uh, Gabriel was the person who was the angel who was um, uh, asked to 
go and announce that Mary was going to give birth to a son in the name of Jesus. This is the second is Gabriel, a figure bound especially to the mystery of the incarnation of the son of God. Uh, as seen in Luke chapter one, verses 19 through 26, his name means my power is God or power of God. As if to say that the culmination of creation, the incarnation is the supreme sign of the omnipotent father. So it's, I mean, it's, that's just some heavy gravity stuff there. You know, his name means my power is God, as if to say that the culmination of creation, the incarnation is a supreme sign of the omnipotent father. And that's really, I mean, that's some, some serious stuff there. The Pope is basically saying that, that when Jesus came down and became man, that is the culmination of us as humans. That's the culmination of our, of our world. I mean, it's, it's, that's the ultimate purpose of, of the, and that's the reason why, why Christ came to save us. Okay. The third angel is called Raphael. He says, Raphael means God heals. He is made known to us by the story of Tobias in the Old Testament, which is so significant for what it says about entrusting to the angels, the little children of God, who are always in need of custody, care, and protection. And if you want to see that story, I believe it's in the book of Tobit, chapter 12, verses 15 through 20. So those are are kind of like the three main angels that we know about. In the, uh, in, the, in the Old Testament. And if you want to learn more about this stuff, you can go to the show notes and take a look at SQPN or take a look at EWTN and go ahead and take a look or go ahead and read some of this stuff. Now, there's some different feasts. There's the Feast of a Guardian Angels. There's the Feast of the Angels. Uh, there's all sorts of angelic feasts that are on the on the, um, on the liturgical calendar. So one of the things that we have on the on SQPN site is a prayer to our guardian angel. There's like three or four of them. There's even a prayer to your guardian angel before starting a journey, which in, in hindsight, I guess if we had covered this before Pat went on his trip, it'd be really great for him to pray. So I might actually try emailing it to him or texting it to him and say, hey, I talked about this tonight. You should maybe pray that. So there's some, and there's a lot of saints who wrote about the angels as well. So if you're interested in that, take a look at the show notes and, uh, and you can find all sorts of interesting stuff about angels. And if you'd like to comment, if you'd like to share something about angels, maybe something that I missed or something that you, uh, you'd like to share by all means, give us a call 206-337-7945. So, uh, that's it for the angels. And uh, we're going to move on. And uh, I want to talk about a really cool Catholic challenge for this week. I triple dog dare you. Know before this is over, I'm gonna need a whole lot of serious therapy. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious, and don't call me Shirley. Is there no one on this planet to even challenge me? All right, so Pentecost is coming up, and that gives a really cool opportunity if you are, you know, looking for something to do to celebrate Pentecost this, this year. You know, for me, it, it's kind of feels like Pentecost always just kind of comes around and it's like, Oh, that's right. You know, everybody's wearing red to church. Uh, and I'm wearing like purple. I forgot whatever. I forgot that it was Pentecost and everyone else is wearing red. So starting this Friday, there's this cool thing called the Novena to the Holy Spirit for the seven gifts. And there is a, it's a nine day Novena that you pray. Um, and, and, and there's a, a link. I'll have a link to the EWTM website. So you can look at that. And basically it says, it says, this novena is in honor of the Holy Spirit, and it's the oldest of all the novenas since it was first made at the direction of our Lord himself when he sent his apostles back to Jerusalem to await the coming of the Holy Spirit on the first Pentecost. 
It is still the only novena officially prescribed by the church, which is really cool. They put it in our church bulletins this past Sunday. Addressed to the third person of the Blessed Trinity, it is such a powerful plea for the light and strength and love so sorely needed by every Christian. So if, if, you're, in, if you're at all interested in that, I highly suggest that you uh, take a look at it. You can print it off on the EWT website, and uh, it's only going to take you nine days. So you start at this Friday, and it's going to end on Pentecost Sunday. So if that's something of interest to you, uh, check the show notes and go out and pray the Novena to the Holy Spirit. Good evening. Here is the news for Paris. Well, hello, Mr. Fancy Pants. Pay attention to me, boy. I'm not just talking to hear my head roar. You guys, you guys, great news. Rudolph, Santa Claus is coming to town, the little drummer boy, they're all on TV this week. All right, I have some hilarious news this week. And uh, the first thing I would like to do is give Toyota, like, like amazing applause because you know they've they've been suffering through some some serious problems lately with their cars and they've totally gone gone on the offensive and this is not a commercial for them i'm just totally impressed by what they're doing Uh, only because they're leveraging social media and, and all sorts of really cool stuff to get people to really like their brand again so i'm gonna go ahead and turn the music down here on the news and I would like to play for you a new YouTube video that I just found last night and it's already gotten over a million and a half views and it's called the Swagger Wagon and this is totally like a video that that Toyota put up talking about the new Toyota Sienna and it's just hilarious so I'm gonna click play and you gotta listen to this thing because it is so funny. Yeah, this one goes out to all you minivan families out there. Sienna SE in the house. Where my mother, father's at? Where my kids at? Where my kids at? Or 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 where my kids at? No, seriously, honey, where are the kids? They're right there, see? Oh, cool, man. I roll hard through the streets and the cul-de-sacs Proud parent of an honor roll student, Jack I got a swing in the front, a tree house in the back My number one dad mug says, yeah, I'm the man I'm the world's best nurse when my kids get sick I make a mean gel mold, I perfected my tricks Back when I used to party as a college chick Now I'm cruising to their play dates, looking all slick In my swagger wagon, yeah, the swagger wagon It's the swagger wagon I got the pride in my pride in my swagger wagon Yeah, the swagger wagon, it's the swagger wagon Check it, I love hanging with my daughter Sipping tea, keep my pinky up all the drawings on my fridge sport an A+. I'm an awesome parent. Right. And it's apparent. True. And in this house, there's no mother-father swearing. Straight owning bake sales with my cupcake skills. I'm better with the money, so I handle the bills. And I always buy in bulk. Ain't afraid of no spills. Every Mother's Day proves I'm kind of a big deal. <laughs> Bring the beat back. You know I'm always front and center at the school play I kiss their boo-boos, clean doggy doo-doos Cut the crust off the PB&Js, chill the yoo-hoos Singing farmer in the dell in perfect comedy When 
I'm rolling with my posse in the HOV. We rock the SE, not an SUV. And it's true, if I were you, I'd be jealous of me. In the swagger wagon, yeah, the swagger wagon. It's the swagger wagon. I got the pride in my ride, in my swagger wagon. Yeah, the swagger wagon. It's the swagger wagon. <laughs> so if you want to learn more about that video, check out the show notes because you have to watch it because it is so funny. And I, so I, I really like it. So, uh, so and they've got like a whole bunch of ones out there, but the Swagger Wagon is by far one of the funniest things I've ever seen. I got it from Captain Jeff. He sent it out. He basically kind of said that uh, it reminds him of Mac and Catherine on Catholic in a Small Town. So second thing I want to bring out to your attention is the fact that there is a CNMC, a Catholic new media convention or or celebration coming up and we would like to have you there. So I want to go ahead and uh, play a little bit about what the CNMC is. Responding to the call for a new evangelization and Pope Benedict's directive to set sail on the digital sea. SQPN Ventures Forum to give a soul to the internet and to inspire others to do the same. The third annual Catholic New Media Celebration is coming to the Archdiocese of Boston on Saturday, August 7th. The Catholic New Media Celebration focuses on learning, fellowship, and inspiration. This year's keynote speakers are Father Robert Reed from Catholic TV and Lino Ruli, that Catholic guy from Sirius XM Radio and Lino at Large. Come learn from bloggers Thomas Peters, Sarah Reinhardt, and Rachel Balducci. We're even expecting Cardinal Sean O'Malley, a blogger himself. Share your best practices in the new media gallery or get your business or organization to be a sponsor. Book the date now, August 7th at celebration.sqpn.com. Okay, so if you're interested, Pat and I are both going to be there. It's going to be a fantastic time. We want to see you. We want to meet you and have like, you know, sit down and just have a good time. So if you're at all interested, go to celebration.sqpn.com and register today because spaces are limited. It is, uh, there's not a lot of space for everybody to come at there. There's only a, a, a limited amount of seats and all, all that stuff. So please come because we want to meet you. Okay. On to some hilarious news. I found some really cool stuff this week. Uh, in case you didn't know, there there was a rhinoceros that escaped a zoo this week. And if Pat was here, I'd kind of talk to him about something like, uh, you know, if, you were, it, if it's so bad that, that your rhinoceros escaped from the zoo, what's wrong with your zoo? Well, apparently, this rhinoceros not only escaped from the zoo once, it escaped from the zoo twice. Uh, it was a, it's a 4,000 pound rhinoceros. So this thing, I don't know how many tons that is. It's probably like four. And, um, so this rhinoceros just like up and decided that like, um, no, nah, I guess I'm just not even going to hang around this place anymore. I'll see you guys all later, like busted through its pen and was just like out into, uh, Oh, according to, to Jen in the Ustream, it's two tons. Thank you very much, Jen. Uh, it just kind of just, it was like, oh, all right, I guess that's it. We'll see you guys later. <laughs> So they were able to lure him back into the cage with, with food, but uh, the first time, but the food didn't work this time. So it took about 20 zoo workers to corral Archie, which is his name of this guy, uh, to go back into his pen. In other news, <laughs> there's this guy that they finally caught and they call him the toilet paper bandit. 
Now you think this is like, when I first thought, when I saw this headline, I thought, well, gosh, well, what's wrong with a guy that just goes around and steals toilet paper? You know, every once in a while, you know, you need to store it. You need to just borrow some toilet paper. Well, apparently it's not that. He concealed his face by wrapping his head with toilet paper and robbed a convenience store. So, I mean, I mean like how desperate can you be if, you know, all, I mean, I can only imagine the guy's like, oh, excuse me, I need to use the restroom. Goes in there, like wraps this nasty toilet paper around his face. It's like, oh, st- stick him up. Oh my goodness. So they finally got the guy. And uh, so no more people wrapping their heads in toilet paper and robbing places. So that's, that's very nice. Yeah. Yes. As, as Jen says, kind of like the duct tape bandit. Okay. Finally, in, uh, this is something f- really, I think is really cool. You can support the Pope. Did you know that? Yeah, you can support the Pope. Well, how would you support him, you might ask? Well, there is an Italian public public television channel that reported over the weekend that they're launching a mobile phone number that you can send a text message to, and all of those texts are going to be passed on to the Pope. And it's going to serve as a, as a lead-up to a gathering in St. Peter's Square on the 16th of May, which is coming up pretty soon here, and uh, to show the support for the Pope. And they're also going to be featured on a Sunday morning television show called In His Image. So I'm going to post a link to the Zenit article that I found in here. And there is a uh, phone number there that you can text. And I think they, they updated. I think the first article, they had the wrong number or something like that. But you can actually text the Pope. It's pretty cool. So if you're interested, you can uh, text this. It's an international number. So maybe if you have a Skype account or something, you could send a text message to the Pope and, and say, hey, Keep up the good work. You're doing a great job. So that's all for the for the news next for this week. Um, and you know what? This is this has been a really quick show, uh, and I wanted to keep it quick because you know I'm just all by myself and I don't want to talk people's ears off this week. So I'm gonna call it. Say that uh, you know that brings us up to the end of the show. And uh, Pat is going to be back this next week to recount his trip to the Grand Canyon. Uh, we've got some really cool guests that are going to be coming up. I'm hoping I can get a hold of some some neat Catholic recording artists. There's a, I was listening to this group called Remnant before the show. So if anybody out there in the audience knows a member of Remnant and would like to help me get in contact with them, I'd love to have them on the show to talk with them about uh, about their band and about some of the some of the music that they have because I really like it. They have this really cool Divine Mercy Chaplet if you haven't listened to it. So hopefully we can get a hold of Remnant and we can get an interview with them because I'd love to, to pass all that all that information on. So if um, you know if what we say makes you mad or makes you glad, actually it's what I say makes you mad or makes you glad, uh, let us know. Give us a feed, call it our feedback line. It's 206-337-7945. Uh, you can call it 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It's a voicemail, so you can leave a voicemail for us. We'll pick it up, and uh, we will play it on the show. We are in need of What's My Line, so if you're interested, uh, it's, we haven't done this segment for a while, but uh, if, if you would like to send us a line, it's a funny piece of, uh, a funny quote or something like that, that you'd like to see us fit into the show, we'll send you a prize if you do that. So if we can get a like a bank of those, we'll start doing that segment again and uh, start sending out some more prizes. Finally, check out our homepage, inbetweensundays.com. If you haven't been there yet, uh, you can also find us in the iTunes store under podcasts or our uh, inbetweensundays.com 
iPhone application, which is out and uh, ready to be downloaded. I just got to grab a copy of it today. We're going to be filling that with all sorts of really cool extras and uh, some album art and some cool show notes and things like that. So we're still working on that. We'll let you guys know once that's all put together. And join us on Facebook. You can find it at InBetweenSundays.com. You can find us on Facebook and uh, find other great Catholic content at SQPN.com. So thank you guys so much for listening. Glad to be with you this week. Uh, We're going to be back next week with a fantastic show. I can't wait for it. Uh, Have a great week, and God bless. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go. SQPN, leading the way in Catholic new media.